Hi, this is Julia Birnbaum, and this is episode 24 of Aquarian Times. So welcome back if you've been on this journey with me. And I was just thinking, you know, episode 24 means that I've been doing this for 24 weeks. Because I've been doing this every single week since September. So doing this podcast. And um, yeah, I, I am podcasting about right now my project 21 hidden root causes of disease and at the moment um, again when I started this back in September of 2020 it started as just a list that I created and then it started kind of speaking to me and I I thought oh maybe I should do like a video for each topic or something and then it kind of morphed into oh I just started this podcast three weeks ago maybe I'll dedicate um, every podcast to going through my list. So that's what I've been doing for, again, 20, 24 weeks now. And um, so this is topic number 18. And so we're getting close to the end of my list because the list is 21 points long. And um, so today, the topic is the way that I put it is lack of individuation or a clear sense of self. And um, in the blog post I wrote this week, I called it developing a healthy ego. So that's what we're talking about. And so I think the term ego is a very interesting concept. Um, it's something that I both absolutely um, validate and agree with. And I also feel like it, I don't know, I don't know, I guess the, t I think the term was born with, was it born with uh, Jung and Freud? Uh, forgive me for not knowing uh, specifically, but I think that's when the term was coined, you know, back when they were um, the psychologists, uh, Jung, Carl Jung and Freud. Um, I think they were the corners of that term. So you might have to do your own research on that. But um, so the ego is um, our, our separate sense of self, right? And I've talked about that in in other um, episodes. I think the one about denial, um, I went into that, talking about the ego. So yeah, and it, again, it's a, it's a sophisticated topic. So if you have never been into personal growth and you've never had um, therapy or, or a psychologist or an analyst or um, um, and done any of that kind of personal work, especially in the field of, of psychology, uh, you may not have come across that term. But I think uh, perhaps the people listening to this podcast are probably familiar, I can't say for sure, um, with the term of the ego. And um, and if you aren't, well, then I'm introducing you to that term. So again, the, the ego is this separate sense of self that's like an identity. And it's, it's a strange um, part of us because it, it sort of, it has its own agenda, right? And I don't know if you've ever been able to observe your own mind <laughs> to the extent that you can differentiate your thoughts, and where your thoughts are coming from and what your thoughts are serving 
because when you start to listen or be able to become aware of your thoughts and your motivations, you may notice that you have different um, sort of impulse, different places from which these impulses are coming from. For instance, you might see yourself as a kind and generous person, and then you might be having selfish uh, and hoarding thoughts, right? And so <laughs> a lot of my, um, actually the topics on this list of 21 hidden root causes are going into that phenomenon of where that, where that voice is coming from, that voice or that impulse to be, to say, be hoarding. Um, and not generous, or to be um, competitive instead of um, collaborative, right? Because it shows up differently for all of us. And for some of us, it is, um, we're identified with it. Like it's it's a basically kind of sort of cemented into our personality that we're kind of, pe- you know, people know that about us, that we have, that we're competitive, right? It's just something that we're super identified with. And again, you know, referencing different topics here that is in the elemental system, that's a, that's a pitta constitution. That's a pitta disposition is to be competitive, right? And in the framework of ancestry, that again, could run in your bloodline. That could be in your, the culture of your, um, your DNA, your, uh, your ancestry, right? Where you come from, it could be like a competitive culture, right? Whereas some cultures we know are, are less competitive. So, um, so again, egos are different for, for everyone. They show up differently. And when I talk about the chakras, right? You have to go back and listen to that episode. I talk about chakras being in excess or chakras being in deficiency. And that is the experience of the ego as well. We can have an excess ego, an ego that's sort of uh, bolstered and, um, you know, beefed up and large, right? A big looming ego, or we can have a deficient ego where we kind of don't really know who we are and what we are and what, you know, how we're perceived. We don't really have, it's not really clear because we're not super identified with a sense of self. And that's what I'm talking about this week is when we have a lack of sense of self. And I think this goes largely undiscussed um, because to be honest, I've been in this personal growth world, you know, in therapy for over 20 years and all sorts of exposure to um, the world of psychology and personal growth. And yes, it is true that the the world of personal growth has grown a ton in the last 20 years. Uh, for instance, we've included now trauma-informed impro- approaches, the ACE studies, right? Early childhood um, adverse experiences, adverse early childhood experiences, or however that's, um, the, you know, the ACE studies, if you've heard of that. And... Um, yeah, so the, and recently, more recently has come the uh st- the research about attachment theory. Okay? So, I again, I'm I'm talking about cutting edge issues on in this list 
and on this podcast. Uh, these are things that are being just newly realized in our culture of how we're, our brains develop and how our egos develop and how we, you know, function. And a lot of this, again, it's just our evolution. Like we were just in the dark ages, you know, about a lot of things. Um, a lot of things were mistreated, maltreated or mistreated or misdiagnosed or whatever for, you know, because they looked like one thing. It's because we weren't sophisticated enough as a culture to understand what was really happening, you know, with a psyche, especially when it comes to f family systems, right? And um, so right now, this topic is about, it really goes down to the attachment theory, which you can, you can look up, um, which I highly recommend doing some research on. Um, but just to kind of briefly go into it, there's four attachment styles. And one is secure, to be securely attached. One is to have anxious attachment. One is to have avoidant attachment. And the last one is disorganized. So it's a little bit of, of a mix of anxious and and um, avoidant. So that's like a disorganized experience. And where and that is caused um, from more severe um, childhood um, issues like abuse um, and such. So, um, but the lack of sense of self, the lack of individuation and a clear sense of self has to do with not being affirmed that you had a self as a child. And that, again, can result later in life in this feeling of not really knowing um, where your boundaries are, um, not really like needing to get your needs met through other people because you don't really know that you have that agency, you have a self, like you only um, are, you can only see yourself in the reflection of others. And um, this is a developmental issue that, you know, again, early in childhood, there wasn't that affirming of of you. And that happened through oftentimes the most, um, the, the fundamental issue behind that was neglect um, or basically an absence of the, the parents, um, their absence, their physical, mental, emotional, or um, psychological absence in your life, right? Um, and that can also, as I mentioned in my blog, have to do with um, alcohol and drug use. So when the parent is um, uh, consumed with for instance, their addictions or even their addictions to themselves, right? And that can look like narcissism. So these are all more popular, very, um, you know, uh, common terms now, if you're paying attention to the, in the psychology space. Um, so when, it, when a parent isn't present for their children and the children basically don't have anything to latch onto, right? They, they get anxious because there's nothing reaching out to them. So they have to do the reaching out to get their attention, uh, get their needs met and get attention. 
And it's, this is a very, very sad thing. Um, it's, you know, it's a tragedy, really, um, because it's a tragedy for the parents as well, because obviously their needs weren't met, and that's why they aren't able to actually see their child in front of them and um, perceive their child's needs. And that's a systemic, um, you know, issue in a family that is passed down over and over, generation after generation, is this wound of um, absence, you know, neglect, being absentee, the absentee parent, um, again, very much having to do with um, the parent being involved with substance abuse and not being present. So I, I just feel like I just want to take a moment of silence for a moment just to sit with the, the gravity of this. So let's just take a moment to breathe together. Because I want you to know that if this is the first time you've heard this, that it is going to be pretty revelatory. And because if no one ever affirmed your existence, how could you even know to ask for that affirmation? Um, it just is foreign. And one of the reasons I, I just want to pause and just sink deep into this is because this is what creates an empath and a highly sensitive or highly intuitive person is that they developed an over em over emphasis of of sensitivity or intuition in order to to get their needs met as a child and it created an excess in their chakras in that in those areas of in being intuitive and empathic um and this is kind of again the wounded healer archetype too so you know, it again, all these puzzle pieces that are coming to the fore, if you're following any of this, the healers on the scene, you know, on um, who are, who have gone through their own journeys, um, hint, hint, right here, uh, right here talking to you, that's, that's my story, and have, you know, opened their doors to, um, make sure that they get out information about what helped them heal and recover from such disparaging circumstances. Because until, you know, you find an answer to these uh, missing pieces in your psyche, these, this longing, this deep sadness, this fear, this loneliness, this anxiety, this conscious, uh, constant, excuse me, anxiousness, that is attached to the feeling of not getting the love you needed or the attention or just even being seen, um, you're, you're like pretty much out to sea, you know? And what happens, and again, I'm 43 now, so I'm an adult, and um, which is a very interesting experience. Um, and I see what, what can happen when adults never got their needs met 
is they, unless they get healed, unless they get the help they need to understand what's happening in their systems and their patterns, they will continue the pattern. That's what happened with the parents that had the children that have the issues, right? So it just, it's like this, this is called this, the, this is what the cycle of karma is all about, you know, is just the wheel just keeps turning. It's going so fast, unless we have something that can slow down this wheel of time, of movement. And guess what 2020 was about, you know, that was about putting, halting the wheel so that we could get to the root of some of our issues that are like basically uh, creating a culture that is out of control going into basically insanity, you know? We're looking at mental health skyrocketing, physical health skyrocketing, um, you know, suicide, um, homicide, you know, you name it. There's so many issues that we're facing, dissociation, um, addiction, right, on the planet right now. So um, this is what I'm talking about. It's because we have so many unhealed people because it's systemic. It happened, you know, through, it just gets down, passed down generation after generation. So I take this very seriously. And that's why I'm piping up my little, uh, my little personal introvert self is piping up and really trying to get the word out. And in fact, you know, I'm in the process of writing a book at the moment um, based in this project, 21 Hidden Root Causes of Disease. So more people can understand how to heal and what's wrong (laughs) with them, you know. And again, so because what will happen is we will take our issues and dysfunction and we will we will we will pair up with partners um partners in crime <laughs> um friends friend groups um you know misery loves company buddies uh addiction you know party friends or bar flies or we'll, we'll just pair up with other people who are just perpetuating the same issues and cycles and we'll be stuck. We'll get stuck. And sometimes those can be healing relationships if we're lucky. And sometimes they are just destructive, destructive relationships. And, you know, we just, people trigger each other's wounds and it just goes downhill. And until each person can take responsibility for healing their own patterns, they'll be blaming each other and, you know, taking it out on each other and beginning, being completely confused about their own responsibility and their their own healing. So this is like a public service announcement here, you know, that this, you know, this particular issue I feel is so, so important. Um, you know, that we really get to the root of our issues and it can be extremely revelatory and groundbreaking when we do. And, uh, and I'm a I'm a big I'm championing anybody who is willing and ready to take take this on because it is not easy, you know. But it is harder not to be healed. It is harder to 
continually be in a cycle of um, self-abuse or isolation or self or denial or uh, numbing yourself because you can't um, yeah it's just unbearable to live with whatever you're living with which you don't even really know what the problem is but there's definitely a problem because you know it's making you beyond miserable you know again to the point of really dark you know um experience of this life which is meant to be beautiful for us right it's a gift and it's you know it feels like a curse until if we have if we have these curses in our in our lineages and and that's really precisely kind of what they are and i um you know but it is it is possible to heal and it's possible to heal without you know, giving your power away to a bunch of healers and not knowing what's wrong with you. It's possible to parse things out and, you know, go back to your early childhood and just start to fill your own cup and figure out what was missing, you know, in your life and how you can, how you can turn it around. And again, in our, in our um, health, and I go, you know, deep in the list, there's so many dimensions that we have to cover you know I mean again I, I go to the most basic being our diet it's like that's our mo- most basic level is our phys- our diet and exercise and our sleep right but in order to have those in any semblance of health there's much deeper things that could be throwing those things completely out of whack to the point where if we don't have those on track um, we can't get our health in check and if we can't get those in check, it's because of these deeper issues that we can't seem to figure out. So that that's my episode for today. Um, I feel like the, I just, you know, dropped a big one, a big, you know, big topic. And I just want to give you a moment to to digest this. And please share this episode with anyone you think it might be helpful. If for some reason it wasn't, um, I didn't cover this topic well enough or wasn't clear enough, you can go to my blog and read the article I wrote called Developing a Healthy Eco- Ego. And so I put it, it's in print there um, on juliaburnbaum.com, my website. Um, and of course, you're well, you're welcome to reach out to me if you have specific questions about this topic or you want to know more about attachment theory and want more resources. I have books I can recommend and um, YouTube uh, links and different things, as well as practitioners I, I've found helpful. So I really wish you well on this journey. And part of the reason I think it's so important is because we do have so many empaths right now on the planet. Um so many intuitive empaths and you know it's 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 a struggle to have those sensitivities and to not really understand what purpose they served and how to get yourself back in balance and how to optimize those gifts because until you have like your basic structure you know your basic ego intact those sensitivities are going are not going they're they're going to be challenges for you you know until you can get your your ego kind of on um, balanced out you know and have a sense of self a healthy sense of self and again that is no small those are no small potatoes in terms of what that what that really means but that journey is the journey that must be taken for 
becoming whole. Um, and I'm available as a resource to talk about that journey, uh, what I've learned, and what I can offer as guidance and support, tips, tools, tricks, um, and or just a you know a helping hand. So I'm I'm available. So again, juliabermom.com. Send me a message. You can uh, hook up with me on Instagram at yoga to light your path or on Facebook. Same thing, yoga to light your path. Um, I've been a yoga teacher for since 2012. Um, I'm doing holistic wellness coaching based in my 21 root causes list and all the studies I've done um, to find these points, um, uncover these points in my own healing. So the journey continues and I welcome you onto the healing path if you are ready. So please be in touch and I, I wish you well. So please take care and know that you're worth it. Okay, thanks again.